In verse number 27, Christ is speaking here. He's just given the woes in verse 25 and 26. And we see a bit of a transition in verse number 27 with the word but. Look at what he says. He says, but I say unto you, which hear, love your enemies, do good to them that hate you, bless them that curse you, and pray for them which despitefully use you, and unto him that smiteth thee on the one cheek, offer also the other, and him that taketh away thy cloak, forbid not to take thy coat also, give to every man that asketh of thee, and of him that taketh away thy goods, ask them not again, and as you would that men should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. For if ye love them which love you, what thank have ye? For sinners also love those that love them. And if ye do good to them which do good to you, what thank have ye? For sinners also do even the same. And if ye lend to them of whom ye hope to receive, what thank have ye? For sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love ye your enemies, and do good, and lend, hoping for nothing again, and your reward shall be great, and ye shall be the children of the highest. And this is the part I really want to draw your attention to. For he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. Be ye therefore merciful, as your Father also is merciful. Judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet withal, it shall be measured to you again. Father, now we, we're so thankful for this opportunity we've been given this week. We've heard tremendous testimonies from men all around the world. We've been stirred tonight just thinking about a situation that's foreign to us. Thank you for allowing us to hear it. We've been blessed. But Lord, as we look to your word, will you speak to our hearts from your word? Just solidify some things in our minds and hearts tonight. In just a few remaining moments that we have. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. We see the Lord here. Sometimes, Preacher Mark, I just figured something out here. I always sometimes would look at this and it seemed like it was just blasting from one thing. Uh, it was like a shotgun blast. It was here and it was here and it was here. And sometimes we try to single out things. But the things really can't be singled out because it's part of a greater package. It's, it's an attitude of the heart that says, hey, I'm more concerned about you than I am me. It's an attitude of the heart. Uh, and let me say this way. In, in this, we, we have, it talks about forgiving. It talks about uh, uh, judging. Uh, you know, if you can't forgive someone, then you're probably not, if you're not a forgiver, you're probably not going to be a giver. You see it here. I mean, here it is in our text. And sometimes yeah, we want to pull good. giving out and we want, to, we want to preach on it and we want to pull forgiving out and we want to preach on it. And we look at Christ and it's like he's all over the place, but he's not really all over That's the right. place because it's
it's a package deal and it goes together. And if there's this mindset that says, you know what? I'm not going to hate my enemies. Uh, if, if, you, if you're a person that holds a grudge that hates people, you're probably not going to be a giver. That's right. I mean, we see it right here in our text. Yes. So we must look at these admonitions as a series, not as a series of rules to be obeyed. Right. They describe an attitude of the heart that, it, that expresses itself positively when others are negative. See, yeah, the world does that. See, we see the question here. Listen, the world can treat the people that are good to them good. The world can lend something if they think they're going to get it back. I mean, a lost person does that. But now we're children of God. We're children of the king. And we're supposed to act like him. And he's the one that loves his enemies. I read the verse. For he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. And we heard the testimony tonight that there was a time where he said, hey, I want to go kill the people that, that did this to my father. Hey, but God changed Amen. the heart. And now there's no desire to kill, but there's a desire to go give the gospel Amen. so that they can be saved. And it's all part of God's plan. The keys to success is to treat others as you would like to be treated, not to treat others as they treat you, but to treat them as you want them to treat you, to treat them, number two, as God treats them and as God treats you. Judgment will lead to judgment. That's what the Lord says. And let me remind us, he's not talking about uh, just in the life to come. He's talking about right here and in this world. Uh, you, you want, you, if you're a person with a judgmental spirit, guess what? You're going to, you're going to, every time, you're going to get hammered. Yeah. Because if, if you are this person and that's what you give, guess what? According to the word of God, that's what we're going to get. Condemnation leads to condemnation. Pardon will lead to pardon. And giving will lead to giving. And it's a simple fact of life that certain attitudes and actions often reflect back to the individual. The important thing is not that we're vindicated before our enemies, but that we become more like God in our character as we see in verse 36. Be you therefore merciful as your Father is merciful. I love these, there's these attributes of God, and God demands in us certain things. He expects us to be holy. He expects us to love. He expects us to be merciful. But He's not telling us to do these things just because. He's telling us to do these things because that's what He is. And that demand flows out of His character. And His character never changes. And so that demand will never change. There's some things in God's Word. There's some times where there were, there were things that flew out of His will, that would flow out of His will, if you will, like a certain laws and, and ceremonies that were given to the Jews that no longer apply to us. And we say, well, the Lord hasn't changed. No, those didn't flow out of his character. Those, they flowed out of his will. And, and sometimes his will, uh, he, he, he manages one household a different way than he does another household. But he's always been holy. So we've always been commanded to be holy. He's always been loved. And we've always com been commanded to love. And he's always been merciful. And so he commands us to be like he is. But we get to this part, give. 
as we're in a missions conference and we try to wrap this thing up. He says, give, and it's going to be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. Now, your bosom, I hope you guys can hear me. The, the, they, they had the long flowing garments that even the men would wear, and they'd wear this, this belt. The ladies would kind of satchel, you know, kind of hold it in right here, and this extra fabric would kind of, it would create a little bosom, if you will. And so they would go to the market, and they would measure out the, the, the grain, and they would kind of, in that little satchel right there, and they would, they would pour that. They would pour that grain into the bosom. Now, we see some of the example. Remember Ruth in chapter 3, uh, when, when she's laying at the feet of Boaz there all night, and in the morning she's getting ready to go back to Naomi, and Boaz says, take your veil. And she takes the veil, and he measures six measures. I think, was it barley? I can't remember now. And he, and he measures it there. And so that was like uh, an example of your bosom. Now, here's the thing. This giving that's going to happen, number one, it's measured. It's good measure. It's not just some thing that you're going to get haphazardly? No. It's measured. That means God knows exactly how much he's going to give you. He, he's measuring it. So what they would do in this day is they had a measuring device and uh, it would be bigger. It would be and, it, and inside of it, imagine a bowl and inside of it there would be a line. Now so what they would do, they would fill it up but it would just kind of mound up in the middle and then they would shake it until it leveled out on the line. Are you with me? And then that would be the measure. Yeah. Now that's what you would deserve. But that's not what's happening here. Right. What they're doing here is they're pouring it and they're shaking it and they're getting it to the line. But they don't stop there yeah. because it's good measure. Yeah. It's not just measure. See, it's not just what you give, what you deserve. You're going to get more. So it's measured and then it's pressed. There's, there's a couple Greek words for press, and there's one that's a light press, and then there's one that's a medical term. If someone were bleeding really bad, and you were to put pressure on that, this is that word, and this is the only place it's used. And so you're, it, it, it's, God's going to put it in there, he's going to shake it, and he's going to press it down, and then he's going to do it. Then he's going to fill it up again, and he's going to fill it up so much that it's going to be running over the edge. And then he's going to do something. He's going to pour that right into your bosom. And he's going to give it to you. And Ruth went back to Naomi and she said, Whoa, I mean, look at this. Look what Boaz has done for you. And this is exactly what God wants to do for you. Amen. Yeah. It's good. It's an attitude of the heart. Yes. Be you therefore merciful, as your Father also is merciful. Love your enemies and do good. And land, hoping for nothing again. And your reward shall be great. And you shall be children of the highest. For he is kind unto the unthankful. And to the evil. And we should have a heart, should we not? To reach people back during the, the desert storm. Or uh, what, what was it, the 2002 when, when President Bush and Tony Blair, uh, was that shock and awe? Was that shock and awe? And, uh, and France didn't align with us. Uh, we, had a, we had a Frenchman in our, in our conference, and uh, he, uh, he was down in Georgia. And there were churches that called me, and this is what they said. We don't want him in our church. Now, yeah. here's a guy trying to reach his people. 
This is not the attitude that Christ had. This is not the attitude that Christians should have. The attitude is, hey, yeah, they're there. I mean, that what, we're not condoning what's done here. We're not. We wish they would have partnered with us and sided with us. They did, but they have their own sovereignty. They have the right to do what they want to do. Does that mean that we uh, stop sending missionaries to them? No, no, no. That's not the spirit, the attitude, the mindset that God wants us to have. God wants us to have the mindset that we're forgivers. Yes, amen. And we'll be. We don't hold grudges. We don't take it to the grave. We give it to God. We give our burdens to God. If you don't give your burdens to Him, then you're probably not going to give anything else. It's a package deal. That's so true. I didn't say it. I just read the verses for you. But I know this, if you give, he'll give it back. And he'll give back way more than you gave him. And that's a promise from God's word. And what he says he will do, I assure you, church, he will do. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the good opportunity we've had to be in your house tonight. And as the pastor comes, we pray your will be accomplished in this uh, uh, church, in this place.